Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning, KSL News Time 530. KSL's top story this hour. Brewing Utah weather. Special coverage on KSL News Radio. More snow coming to the Wasatch Front over the next couple of days. And it could create more problems during the commutes. KSL News Radio's Adam Small is live with details. Adam? I mean, most of the Wasatch Front's going to see one to three inches, more so going northward. So this isn't going to be nearly as bad as it was last week for most of us, but. National Weather Service meteorologist Nicole DeSmed says this is going to impact multiple commutes. We'll be seeing light snow showers um, this morning, a little bit of a break this afternoon, and then we can expect continued snow showers um, impacting the commute this evening and then again tomorrow morning. This morning, if you're coming in from Salt Lake or Utah counties, it doesn't look like you'll have too many issues. But if you're coming in from Weber or Box Elder counties, plan ahead. Snow is already falling in some of those areas with even more to come later this morning. Reporting live, Adam Small, KSL News Radio. The topic of the shrinking Great Salt Lake is gathering national attention. Experts from all different walks of life seem to agree that the disappearance of the Great Salt Lake poses a severe threat to wildlife and billions of people. Senator Mitt Romney tells Lee Cowan with CBS the current pattern is unsustainable. You've got to take action. What if action? And allowing the lake to dry up is not something we can allow. Business owners say the disappearance of the lake could lead to the loss of thousands of jobs. Biologists say wildlife is dying off in droves. Other researchers find the dust in the lake is laden with toxic heavy metals like arsenic that could lead to the release of dangerous pollution into the environment. Kate Davis, KSL News Radio. A scary night of severe weather across the plains with damaging winds and even tornadoes hitting parts of Texas, Oklahoma, and Kansas. This is the same system that brought rain, wind, and snow to the West Coast, stranding drivers and closing down sections of major highways. More than six feet of snow fell in the higher elevations of Southern California. Hundreds of students from Orange County were stranded overnight at a camp in the San Bernardino Mountains. ABC's Andrea Fujii reporting. KSL's top national stories this hour, a critical week for President Biden's student loan forgiveness plan. Lawmakers backing two key efforts to block the plan will argue their cases before the Supreme Court justices tomorrow. ABC's Faith Abube has more. The latest Quinnipiac poll shows a majority of Americans support the student loan forgiveness plan. Roughly one in six adults carry some debt. Collectively, according to the Federal Reserve, Americans owe more than $1.6 trillion in student loans, many hoping the justices will allow Biden's plan to move forward. Utah's attorney general is among a coalition of 17 states who have been arguing to the courts that the president does not have the authority to issue mass cancellations of student loans. 
Eye on the Hill 2023. Utah lawmakers are considering a bill that would allow students to wear cultural attire to their high school graduations. KSL News Radio's Alexandria Bonilla. Senate Bill 103 would allow for the graduating class to wear items of religious or cultural significance as part of their graduation attire. Such items would include, but are not limited to, lays, serapes, flags, and tribal regalia. During the bill's committee house hearing, bill sponsor Senator Karen Kwan said the bill is a celebration of students and educators, showing the different ways success is celebrated across Utah. Madison L., a West High senior, said banning these items feels like the district is robbing them of their identity and culture. The bill is currently in the House Education Committee and is still up for debate. Alexandria Bonia, KSL News Radio. A bill aimed at restricting water usage in the Great Salt Lake Basin is making its way through the Utah legislature. House Bill 538 addresses issues like the conveyance of water in the Great Salt Lake Basin and defines punishments for watering lawns or turfs in prohibited times. This bill, if passed, would prohibit citizens from watering their lawns or turfs in the time periods before May 1st and after October 1st. Those who are caught in violation of these rules would receive a citation with a $45 fine. If found breaking the rules again in the same calendar year, they will receive a second citation with double the fine amount. Public benefit properties like golf courses and parks would be exempt from these fines and citations. I'm Alessandra Harris, KSL News Radio. First look traffic, and here is Andy Farnsworth. And right now, if you're uh, traveling around valleys, uh, you've got wet conditions in Utah County. Gets snowy the closer you get to Spanish Fork. Uh, Going up over the Parley Summit, really uh, snow-covered right now, I-80. Got a crash on South 15 in Layton, and then uh, snowy conditions on the freeway from Riverdale on north towards Brigham City. A lot going on. I'm Andy Farnsworth in the KSL Traffic Center. The NTSB is sharing its preliminary findings after this weekend's deadly crash of a medical flight that was on its way to Salt Lake City. Authorities saying it appears that the plane broke apart at about 19,000 feet before hitting the ground. Investigators say all five people on board were killed. It was uh, a real tragedy and uh, our thoughts uh, go out to them. NTSB Vice Chairman Bruce Landsberg says the Guardian Flight Company has put its other flights on hold pending the investigation. That company is based out of South Jordan. Russian forces are inflicting heavy tolls on Ukrainian troops. Officials say Russia is including mercenary troops made up of convicted prisoners opting to fight on the front lines instead of remaining incarcerated. ABC's Patrick Rival is on the ground in Ukraine. He says as the fighting intensifies, so too does the rhetoric and false claims from Russia's president. Vladimir Putin, in an interview on state TV, cast the war as a fight for survival, claiming the West wants to break up Russia. In Kiev, President Volodymyr Zelensky marking the ninth anniversary of Russian forces seizing Crimea, pledging to liberate the peninsula, saying we will return our people. Ukraine reported heavy Russian shelling in the eastern Luhansk and Donetsk regions over the weekend. Things are improving, uh, albeit slowly. That's the takeaway from the latest survey from the National Association of Business Economics. Here's the good news. Our panelists continue to expect growth in the economy in 2023 and possibly a rebound in 2024. But NAVE's Jack Kleinhens says the latest Outlook survey finds a recession is a distinct possibility, and here's one reason why. A little over 50% identified too much monetary policy as, as a downside risk. As for jobs? We expect a slower pace of employment growth, but still stronger than what we thought back in December. Daria Albinger, ABC News. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. 
Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts.